You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is your Welcome America Presents Chasing the Saturdays, episode two. In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America, we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the <laughs> e-reality show that follows British-Irish girl group, The Saturdays, as they try to crack America. From making many Skype calls home, to specifically packing Ribena to drink in LA. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. And this is Chasing the Saturdays. Woo! I will note just quickly that on the previously on, they did use the instrumentals for Notorious and Ego. Yeah, we're finally getting some actual <laughs> yeah. sats music. Little concerned about who they put in charge of the previously on Chasing the Saturdays. It was uh, Frankie and Vanessa. Not our strongest players in terms of uh, kind of sound bites. Mm, I also think that some of the clips they used weren't in the previous episode. I fully believe that. I, I want to just, you know, retroactively say that we need to go back in and just get Rochelle to do all of the kind of, you know, kind of lines for that. She really is. I'm going to do a lot of stuff about how much I love Rochelle in this episode, but mm-hmm. she's the safest pair of hands when it comes to talking publicly, I think. Yeah. <laughs> That's how she landed her Richard and Judy gig, isn't it? <laughs> her and Marv. Okay, so this episode, hashtag sats, cries, and videotapes. Huh? Well, it's it's a incredibly shoehorned of sex, sex lies, lies and, and videotapes tapes. that doesn't make any sense no also the rule is with a pun you can only change one bit right there's sex but there's no lies and no videotape and i get the cries make sense yeah I think sats and cries is fine but it the videotapes is completely yeah. well i guess they are making a video so it's actually pretty good oh okay <laughs> i just worked that out in oh, real time because we have the saturdays we, we have crying, crying and, and we have a video that's actually genius okay good. okay do you know what? well well done everyone peter lorraine i apologize for that this is the most thought that anyone's had about this hashtag <laughs> so we whoosh back into los angeles via lots of different places and where do we land well i'm calling this section day off and me, me too uh, well, we've got some fake paps. <laughs> or fake pappers, as I put them in my notes. Pappers? <laughs> They've definitely 100% added the camera shutter sound effects. Absolutely. In post. And the, the paps are capturing some really, really kind of insane footage of the girls going, Oh, where, where should we go now? Oh, we go across the street over there. <laughs> Just five gals out shopping. Off they go to... Oh, God. <coughs> Oh, God. Kitson! <laughs> they went there in 24-7. Yep, they did. Actually, there's, I think there's a, a moment where they walk in and one of them goes, Oh, yeah. As if to say, I remember this place. I've been here before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they, the, the gals start trotting around Kitson and this is where Frankie says, What's really fun is we got to meet some of our American fans. I was like, much like the paps being paid from petty cash, Peter Lorraine was outside Kitson just popping those little brown envelopes of cash to some different people. I want to talk to them. You know, I believe that these, uh, they're also saying, our fans in America are very young. All these kids are coming up to them. So I believe that these people genuinely were coming up to them. But 
it's five girls with a camera crew. Yeah, and like funny accents. Exactly. Yeah. So you would just, like people would be interested. People would ask for like a selfie or an autograph, but without knowing who they were. Yeah, especially Robertson, Robertson Boulevard and Kitson at that time. It's such a kind of a, such like a, just go along and see who you can see. Isn't exactly, it? exactly. Um, Molly makes a really creepy joke at the end yeah, of the set. About little, little child Kai. Yeah, about like, <laughs> being set up with a four-year-old yeah that was because <laughs> she's the only single member of the sats yeah a rare misstep for molly yeah <laughs> like, i'd say she's also shining pretty bright this episode apart from that one <laughs> uncomfortable kind of joke that she made so let's uh let's move on from that finally we get to see the opening credits we do i, I made some very extensive notes do you want to hear them you go for it titles fun <laughs> <laughs> that's the end of the notes I'll say I was taking a sip of LaCroix when you said you that. I was going to really go into Repet- it there, didn't you? So what they did here is they used the footage from episode one to go with their individual intros yeah. here. So in episode one, where it was like, I'm Molly, I'm the Cinderella, blah, 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 blah. And they have all that yeah. footage. They then just shoehorn it into this tight sequence. Although we didn't see Molly in the rain with the umbrella. We didn't see Molly in the rain, but we did see Molly in the bouncy castle <laughs> and Vanessa doing shots. Yes. <laughs> Our girl, our girl Vanessa, who we're going to have a look. I mean, there's a name that comes up in this episode that I can't wait for us to get to. Um, so the gals, the gals are going to have some pool time and uh, there's a very misplaced use of All Fired Up yeah. to show them in the pool. It's really not the, <laughs> not the right dynamic footage to go with that song. So they're now in the rooftop pool of the New Build Apartments. It's a nice pool. <laughs> it is. It's such a downtown LA rooftop pool, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Those chairs that yeah. are shaped in that kind of curved, slightly cheesy style, but very comfy. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked uh, baby girl Aoife Bell's whole look here. She's in a little pink, <laughs> a little pink ring wearing like a, a little red hat that makes her look like a strawberry. I was like, yes! baby girl Aoife Bell doing the best work of everyone in this scene. So my theory now is with this building is that it's just been built, but they haven't leased any of the apartments yet. Right. And they've managed to sneak in some filming. Yes, I think so. And I think anyone we see in the building in that next pool scene is oh. paid extras. Oh, 100% those not are one extras. Fa- not one face was blurred. So. <laughs> and we need to talk about that one extra in her magazine work, but we'll get to that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so we hear that the girls are going to be shooting the What About Us music video. So I retract what I said in episode one. What About Us hasn't been released yet. No. So they're about to peak with their number one. Now, while this is being said, there's a shot of two of them looking at a paper leaflet. I think they were choosing a lunch from a menu. I wondered about that. I was like, is is the building, is yeah. there like a lunch And thing? did you notice, because Molly had a little notebook and a pen, so I think she was taking lunch orders. Oh. I, 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 my, me falling in love with Molly, this episode was, it was, this is what happened. I found love in this episode. And it's, her name is Molly King. Girls, can I take your orders? <laughs> yeah, she's so she's just the sweetest person. And I actually believe her. Um, and it, also, let's not gloss over the fact that Molly and Una have a swimming race. <sighs> and uh, Molly's kind of just tr- tropping along with her sunglasses on. And Una does a genuinely impressive uh, kind of front crawl. <laughs> <laughs> almost like Olympic swimming to get to the other side <laughs> of the pool. She do butterfly. Yeah, I, I get a feeling she definitely was some kind of Irish swimming champion, like for sure. I feel like we heard that in 24-7. I'm pretty sure at one point Mary was talking about all her achievements. Her and name's I think, not Mary. What did I say? Anne. Anne. 
Marianne. Marianne. We heard Marianne saying that, yeah, she was like the top swimmer in Ireland or something. I, be- I believe oh, it. Yeah, there was something. Yeah, Tipperary County oh, Champion no, no. or something. Wasn't, didn't she roller skate up and down the street? Well, that too. She did that to, to Michael Jackson. <laughs> but I, I also think she's, yeah, like the Tipperary Champion swimmer as well. Speaking of Una's many, many skills, there's this weird button at the end here where she's like, girls, want me, watch me do my sexy moves. Yeah. It's like, what's, what's going on? Rochelle also tells a huge lie where she says, she talks about shooting the video and she says, oh, you know, it's just really hard but coming up with this stuff to get all of us, all five of us on the same page. I was like, you don't have any say in the creatives of this thing. I know. What are you on about? Yeah. But you know, I you, get it. She had to do it. You might you might get to pick a shoe. Yeah. Out of two <laughs> options. Yeah, completely. A belt. So now this episode really is full of scenelets. Yes. So many little tiny, just little chip, chip, Yeah. Chip. All broken up with uh, footage from around LA where we see many sites of LA, but always end up back in downtown at the same building. Yeah. So we whoosh, we flashed to Santa Monica for no reason for some <laughs> like exterior shots. And then we're back in the penthouse. Who's Vanessa calling? <laughs> well, I've called this scenelet. Vanessa calls Gary on her Blackberry. <laughs> Oh, Gary. So, yes, this is Vanessa's boyfriend. We see some pictures of Gary. Gary's hot. He's hot. (laughs) Gary is hot. And then we hear, so she's trying to call Gary on her voicemail. Oh, sorry. Trying to call Gary on her Blackberry. It rings. And then it goes to like a fake voicemail that's been constructed somewhere. Yeah. In the edit. Yeah. (laughs) I think that she's getting the time zones wrong. Because that LA to LA to UK time difference is actually can be a little hard to get your head around before you kind of if it, unless you live here. But you've only really got up until about one PM. Yeah, you've got the moment you wake up until about one PM to like lunch. Yeah, the only time I hear from people after one PM is when they've been out and oh. they're on the way home. It's like <laughs> sloppy. Uh, she's as a very nice bit of set dressing in this scene. Did you see the pillow next to her that said love on it? Oh, because <laughs> she's in love with, with Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary. That's, good. That's the theme of the... Okay, got it, got it, got I it. I don't know if people in the US could truly understand how much of a... What type of name Gary is and what it evokes, but it's just... A Gary is a Gary. Yeah. There's no other way to describe it. Like Gary Barlow. All right, Gary. Uh, Gary Gaz. Gaz. Oh, I've been calling him Gaz through a lot through this episode. Gaz. But don't think that's the last we're going to hear of Gary. Uh, mm. We don't really hear much from him or see him, but he looms large over this episode. <laughs> so we then have this next scene I've called video director meeting. Yes. <clears throat> With Sarah Chaffield. Chaffield? Chatfield. Chatfield. So I looked her up. I'm sure you did too. Of course. She also did the Lily Allen Alfie video. We talked about that song recently. Yeah. We do not support it. <laughs> I do support, support her. her. <laughs> support her. I do support Kelly Rowland's motivation yes. video. I love that song. Great. Great. It's a great song. Oh, great video. Oh, 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 whatever. <laughs> Don't you dare slow down. Oh, there you go. <laughs> now, yeah. I, I want to describe the visual of this scene. It's all five gals along one side of a table that has a white paper tablecloth over it mm-hmm. and a row of unlabeled water bottles. Yeah, and the color scheme is overwhelmingly taupe. Yeah. The room is taupe. They all seem to be wearing some kind of taupe shades. Yeah, there's like there's like a taupe vase, yeah. translation vase in the background. <laughs> Okay, so what, what's a lot going of taupe. On? Well, at this point, Sarah's kind of pitching the video to them, and it's uh, she's like, it's you know, a group of gals out in LA, like doing their thing. We're gonna be like walking around, you know, we're gonna then then you're gonna break into a baseball field and like really just go crazy. I mean, it, it, there, there couldn't be less of a concept. No, it's 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 we're in Los Angeles. We've got we've got a permit to shoot in two locations in the valley, and we're gonna do and it. We're gonna do it. Heat wave be damned. Um, <laughs> so at this point. Uh, 
who's it? some oh frankie says uh, she likes the she likes the idea of breaking in because it's kind of cheeky yeah i was like yeah dead cheeky that's what the girls are oh so they're talking about being more grown up yeah vanessa shoots down the idea of being on roller skates because she wants to look more grown up got it molly's like oh oh that sounds fun <laughs> and she goes no we want to be more grown up also is this this is post is this post disco love no this is pre-disco love oh, where well. they are literally on roller skates <laughs> apart from frankie never forget Frankie sits in, the, cream van. sits in the ice cream van because she's pregnant. <laughs> I, I like Molly. It is funny when Molly pitches the idea like, oh, when we break into the baseball field, there'll be people you know, in the middle of a game and we'll we'll all just say, hiya. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? <laughs> she, had, she, had this, she had the beginnings of a good idea. It's like if there's like hot guys playing baseball, yeah. which is kind of what they end up being. Or like there definitely was some men in the background of that part of the yes, video. Yes, because there's, cause there's a But she a made moment... it sound like, again, like it's children playing baseball. <laughs> Tough episode for Molly. Yeah. At this point. Uh-oh, what's that noise? <laughs> I can't remember how a Blackberry rings. Wait, I, I <laughs> can't remember. a BBM I, notification. Yeah, it's just a very specific noise. That Blackberry is a buzzing, yeah. isn't it? The looming dark specter that is Gary <laughs> looms up into the taupe meeting room. Yeah, so Vanessa is getting a call or Blackberry from Gary. But she can't take it because no. she's a meeting. Oh, she seems very upset about it. And I think we're really going to hear a lot about that throughout the rest of this episode. Okay, so we're going to whoosh around Los Angeles once more. Now, this next scene. It's calling. Someone's calling. I think it's Marv. It's Marvin. Marv. Now, this scene I've called Accidental Spawn. <laughs> I know you've picked it up. Oh, yes, of course I did. So, Rochelle, is just, she's, on, she's on a Skype with Marv. <laughs> that noise. <laughs> oh. Uh, so she talks about, yeah, how she uh, came to this trip to LA came a week after she got married to Marvin. So she's kind of like, oh, you know, we didn't even get a proper honeymoon. Huh? And then as she's talking to him, there's just a <laughs> wonderful cutaway of her pouring quite a strong, a strong portion of Ribena, strong serving of Ribena. <laughs> and uh, we've tried to explain Ribena a lot to Americans because they don't really have cordial here. No, It's all very different because they start talking. If you try and bring it up to them, they all start talking about Kool-Aid and powders and it just doesn't, it just doesn't translate. It's like if you ever worked in a bar or a cafe and they've got fountain drinks yeah. or like that gun, it's like the syrup yes. that, that is then mixed with the water. Yes, it's you You just have a bottle of syrup that you put into a cup and then you mix it with water. And this is a black currant flavoured drink that is mm. iconic for children and people who can't grow out of their childhood in the UK. Also, clearly not not available in LA. Oh, she bought that with her from she home. She 100% yeah. bought that. There was they all got told to make sure you bring the things that you're going to miss. So there's tea bags in those in those suitcases. Yeah. And she threw in a Ribena. Maybe what else would be in there? Maybe like a, a whisper. Whisper, Marmite, a flake. Marmite, flake. <laughs> I'm just worried. Imagine if that Ribena exploded. Had, yeah. yeah. And she's got a lot of taupe. There's <laughs> a lot of those taupe garments would be ruined. I like that. How sticky would that be? Oh, anyway. Yeah. So she talks to Marvin about how uh, this is another terrible plot line from this episode oh. that I don't care about. And it's the couple having sex next to her, which doesn't exist. It's all completely made up. Yeah. She's saying the apartment next door are having really loud sex. This is not a real storyline at all. What do you think about Rochelle's framing for her Skype call? Very odd. Marvin was sitting in a regular interview style. So he was like head and shoulders looking at the camera. She, she'd set up the laptop like on the surface on the side and was standing really far back from it. Mm. Cause I, I looked in the little corner of the screen and she was like a speck <laughs> on that call. Like she, she looked like she was standing on the other side of the room. It's like, Rochelle, what are you doing? I was long before those getting used to those video calls. I was too, I was too distracted by on the counter. There was 
a box that looked like it was from Joe Malone. <laughs> Lovely. So I, I was like, now was this a welcome gift? Probably. Or was this, I've got to have my candles. Actually, this much more likely. Because if there's a one- A Rabina and a Joe Malone. <laughs> yeah. Because there's one thing that makes me feel at home is just lighting that Joe Malone candle. <laughs> <laughs> back to the uk so my, my final note for this scene is they were kind of talking and i wasn't listening and i just put marvin and rochelle really made it didn't they yeah <laughs> um but really happy for them also i noted that marvin when he flashes his di- his, his wedding ring it's very diamondy yeah it's got dead blingy ring. yeah dead blingy right should we do some work <sighs> so it's a video shoot day one vanessa's wearing a great green like power blazer in her interview which i noticed um, and she's talking about how, you know, this video is going to be shooting. She's really distracted by Gary. And I said, this video has got a real extra layer to it now. I'm going to watch it back and always know that it's got the the cold, dark hand of Gary on its shoulder. <laughs> like a, a Blackberry <laughs> ringtone muted in the background. Exactly. Um, yeah, she's saying like, just, you know, I'm going to really try and focus. But the Gary situation is distracting me. I just wrote, sure. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Also, we didn't mention... When we whooshed around all the shots to get to the music video, we whooshed around and there was genuinely a whoosh sound effect. <laughs> so I went, whoosh. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and we're we're very much in the valley at this point. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're deep in the heart of Sherman Oaks. <laughs> I've written in capitals, Frankie's in a hat. She is. Hats are back. Yeah, that's her thing for this video. Yeah. She's got a fun hat. There's a line in What About Us that I have an alternate like a kind of alternate for and it's what i sing in here and i can't remember the lead up to it but it's basically a line where they say let's switch roles and i say make a swiss roll and i promise you'll never hear anything different again i think make a swiss roll and i'll take the lead and i just always think about because i bet the five of them would have a great time making a swiss Swiss roll (laughs) they would really too much jam vanessa Uh, well we all know that the only one who would do a good job rochelle but no. Molly. Remember from um, the, the Fajita night in 24-7? <laughs> it was only one of them took it seriously. Who was it? It was um, our girl, Una. Oh, She course. made that apple crumble. Oh, of course. That, that Mexican apple crumble. Of course. I forgot about the apple crumble. I just feel like I trust, I trust Rochelle to make a Swiss roll. I just think she'd be able to follow the instructions properly. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we are filming a shop where they're, they're walking down the street. There's a really shit cutaway of three onlookers. Yeah, like, all blurred. <laughs> no, but all blurred. Yeah. I'm like, why have you even used this shot? Yeah. It's crap. So we're told there's a heat wave in the valley where they're shooting. <laughs> of course. It's 110 degrees Fahrenheit, which equals, I looked it up, 43 degrees oh, fucking hell. C. That's, that's hot. That's out of control. Imagine, and also Frankie's in a hat. Yeah. I said, you should have filmed this in November, you fools. Obviously, they had no control over that, but... That's the valley, especially, is always much hotter than anywhere else. Anyway, that heat gets trapped. I should have filmed it downtown. Oh no, because heat gets trapped downtown as well. Should have filmed it in Santa Monica. There you go. (laughs) Film it on the coast. Film it on that damn coast. Una says you definitely fry an egg on a car in this heat. (laughs) And then, did you? I laughed out loud when I saw where their like kind of breakout thing was. Their like rest area. It's in like a closed Mediterranean restaurant on like the street in Sherman Oaks. So the girl, the girls are all sitting around to kind of like. Empty restaurant tables, like, oh, and Una just goes, my back is dripping. <laughs> <laughs> wow, if they're so hot, it's good because the next scene, they're going to go to a pool, aren't they? Yep, they are in uh, the, yeah, I said actually, uh, Ben, you're a pool connoisseur in Los Angeles. 
did you recognize this one? We think this is this must be in the valley somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, some sort of community center in the valley. You know, I do love a local pool. But yeah, you're not so you're not so well versed in the valley ones. No. <laughs> but yeah, they're by a pool, but I've just written it looks dead hot. Yeah. They're just like the heat by and also they're not even like they can't even get into it. No. They're just like <laughs> sitting by the water yeah. on concrete. The hottest the hottest way to be, yeah, with all the the heat reflecting oh. up. Oh. I will say though when I watched the when they showed the clips from the video they all looked very like glistening in like a good way. Everyone mm. looked very like glowy and nice, but mm. th- that must have been very miserable and very hard to like have energy. Yeah. It's very like being in the sun really zaps you, doesn't it? Well, we know that when they drive to the the next location. Oh no, it's in between those. It's in between the street and the pool where they. There's that shot of them in the van, isn't there? And they're <laughs> all say, just like completely. I see that picture of Rochelle, <laughs> yeah, like, like comatose. They're all asleep for like 20 minutes in the car. <laughs> And then we get a, a complete non-storyline of being infested with bees. I believe it's one bee. Well, I, I got real PTSD with this. I got the flashback to the horsefly that bit Molly. <laughs> well, yeah, Remember that's true. Was 24/7. That she took her out of performing. Yeah. She was on crutches. She couldn't make it to the office. <laughs> and then a, a member of the, the video crew quite deftly catches the bee in his bare hands and like releases it over a, a wall. Really? Yeah, I was really impressed with it. Hmm. I was like, you go. Right. Now, I thought this was video shoot day two, but I'm very confused by the timeline. This is just a day off in between, isn't uh, it? I'm, I'm not sure what, where we're at in space and time here. There's some jiggery pokery going on yeah. here. Because they're like, yeah, we've got a time off in between shooting like part one and the music video. I've actually, this scene, so I've called it pool lounging. Yes. I um, I actually recorded just a little bit of the the, the sound of the scene. At the very beginning. Oh, I wonder if it's going to be what I just sent you. Okay, well, this is what I recorded. So this scene I'm calling pool lounging. They're all sitting by the pool. This is just some real... Just This sums up the Saturdays. What did you get, Moles? It's like an Americano. That's disgusting. I've been really tired recently. <laughs> so, what did you get, Moles? Well, it's funny. It's an Americano. That's disgusting. I've been really tired recently. Oh, that's so annoying. I sent you it. I wrote it out as a script and I wanted us to play oh. <laughs> Vanessa and Molly, but never mind. We'll, we'll just do it as a sound clip. I love, I love how we've just both really <laughs> like pinpointed the same thing. Did it literally like a, like a script for you, but never yeah. mind. <laughs> what did you get, Molls? <laughs> do you see what was on Molly's top? And what was it? It was, it had writing and it said, my boyfriend's the pool boy. Hmm. Huh? How old's that poor boy, Molly? Yeah, yeah you're right. This is very, I, I retract what I said about loving Molly this episode. Mm. She's she's being very problematic. I love just a, a scene opening with like, talking about what you're drinking and then someone being like, I'm tired. Yes. So, oh God, we have to really indulge in this fake storyline here where oh Rochelle's talking about how she hasn't got any sleep. And they're like, oh, is it those people still having sex next to you? Let's talk about these extras that they pay to sit on the, on the rooftop. <laughs> Most importantly, let's talk about the woman with the magazine. So the woman <laughs> pretending to read, I think it's LA Magazine. Yes. Like Los Angeles Magazine. Which is definitely free in the lobby of this building. Yeah, which, and a PA has been like, oh shit, and, and like grabbed it and given yeah. it to her. I wouldn't have been surprised if there was a shot of her holding it upside down. Yeah, completely. Do you know my, do you want to hear one of my deep theories about that? Hmm. I think it was Una. What? I think that was Una. What? As like a fun, you know, like that story about that woman from Baywatch that attended her own character's funeral in disguise. No. Okay. So remember the woman in Baywatch with the short hair? Yes. So that she died in the show and then she, they gave her like a wig and in her character's funeral, she's in the audience in like a blonde wig with sunglasses on. That's fun. And I believe that's what, I think that was Una because that woman was, she was wearing a hat, sunglasses. She had her legs like tucked right in so you couldn't like see anything of her. And she was holding that magazine directly in front of her face like the whole time so i think it was like a fun moment for the girls 
Una was like, do you know what? I'll play a little prank on them. <laughs> That's my theory. No, I think more like an extra didn't turn up. Yeah, all that. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Lorraine just slipped her $20 for petty cash to do it. I'll do it for 20 <laughs> So, um... Yeah, and then this scene ends with Vanessa shouting at everyone, being like, who's been having loud sex in the fourth floor? And I, even though this is a fake scene, I really did enjoy that Molly and Rochelle's reaction was to just get up and walk away. Yeah. Very British. They were like, so embarrassed. They just got up and they didn't say anything. They just got up and just walked away. Someone's making a loud yeah. scene. Vanessa was just cackling in the pool. Yeah, eject, eject. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. So we're going to go to a dance rehearsal now. Kind of a very odd moment, which I think they must have done because of filming, but it seemed very annoying that Rochelle was on the phone on loudspeaker in the car to Marvin. Oh. I was like, I get that they want to get two sides of the conversation, but it's very inconsiderate to everyone in that van having to hear her and Marv do their boring domestic chat. Wait, so is that on the way to the dance rehearsal? Yeah. And then Marvin's talking about he's driving home from work. And I was yeah. like, what, the JLS office? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At this point, Vanessa's just like, looking very sad because she's not been able to speak to Gary. <laughs> I've decided that's how he sounds. Gary. Gary. All right, Gary. But yeah, and then and then Rochelle says, she, she says, I speak to Marvin all day long. It doesn't matter if I wake him up at 3 a.m. I was like, oh, how fun for him. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa, you're hearing that. You're feeling shit about yourself. <laughs> yeah. So they're rehearsing for the dance part of the music video. As I said, there's definitely jiggery-pokery going on with the timeline because you'd film a whole music video back to back. Yeah, you would not have a day off in between. Yeah, you wouldn't like break the crew. No. No. complete lies noted uh, Rochelle is in black ballet pumps <laughs> choreographer's wearing a puka shell necklace oh lovely <laughs> and the choreography I've described as limp and I have noted yet again that by episode 10 of this you and I will know the choreography for what about us sure I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try see if I can find the most clear video of the choreography I think we can learn it I know we can. You and me used to do dance classes together. We could. Yeah. We did way more complicated dances than this. 100%. <laughs> I'll put on my black ballet pumps and we'll, we'll do it. Before it gets sad, I want to just say how I describe this because I was having some fun. I said Vanessa tries to get Gaza on the blower. Mm. She, so I've, I've <clears throat> what they did in the episode is they split this up. They did a bit of a cliffhang, didn't mm. they? They started the scene, then went to a commercial break and came back. So it's a little bit messy. But you see a quick clip of Vanessa scurrying away and hiding behind what kind of looks like a giant filing cabinet beside mm. some bins. And she's <laughs> saying to Gary, this is my exact point the other day. I don't know when I can speak to you. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, that was a real moment. Really breaking through the chasing the sats bullshit, wasn't it? And I was like, oh, okay, we're getting something. So we come back after the break and she's, she's still on that call and she's saying, I've got to go back to work. <laughs> back to the office. Yeah, back to the office. So, and Molly trots over and, and finds her crying. Like she's finished the phone call. She's crying. And I put, Molly's a real doll, isn't she? I know. In all senses of the word. Yeah. Vanessa's crying behind that giant filing cabinet next to the bins. Molly hugs her. And Rochelle comes over and Rochelle says, oh, friend. <laughs> that was so fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so they tried to talk to her about Gary. And one of them says that. Her and Gary have had a bit of a to-do. To-do. That was, yeah. That, I, think that was, I think that was Una. Because then Una tells, gives her the advice. She said, well, you've got to cry it out. You've got to get the emotions out. <laughs> and she says in an interview that they're all like sisters, so they feel things for each other. Just sending you a quick visual. Let's oh talk God. about Una's uh, jewellery okay. in, uh, in this interview. I've just sent it to you so we can talk about it. Where is it? In my text? Yeah. Una's hair is 
put to one side. Yeah, she's got a she, lovely bold red lip on. And she's she's wearing one long dangly earring and a necklace. Sort of art deco style. Yeah, it's it's art deco meets Egyptian, you know, again, another piece of Egyptian treasure meets like Madonna, like like a virgin, that little kind of crucifix cross. Dang- yeah. So the earring is dangling, a long dangling like chandelier, but then with a little kind of wheel at the bottom of it. But then there's also a cross hanging off the bottom of the wheel. So it's like a three, it's like a three tiered earring. Is she wearing one in the other ear? I don't think so. Mystery. <laughs> and that necklace truly, like we say with all the Egyptian treasures, <laughs> looks like you could pull that front bit off and fit that into a sarcophagus and it would open and <laughs> yes. release the mummy. Yeah, and something like a, a spell <laughs> would be cast across the world. Yeah, there are actually three others of those necklaces. And when all three combine, <laughs> Resu- Resurrects the mummy. Yeah, my gran. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So Molly says here that crying is not a sign of weakness. It's a, it's a sign you've been strong for too long. Yeah. She's Vanessa laughs in her face. They are, yeah. Molly's such the kind of gal that, that has inspirational, that loves like an inspirational quote on Instagram, isn't she? She'll read it and be like, oh, that's good. Girls. Yeah. Look at this. And they were like, oh, right. So then they all <laughs> laugh. And then they say, like one of them says, good for you, honey. You said a little joke. What are they quoting? Oh, it's, um, oh shit, what is it? It's the first Sex in the City movie. Uh, yes, 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 yes. When yes. they're in Mexico and Harry says something about like shitting her pants. Yes. And yes, <laughs> Matt's like, you. good for you, honey. You, you said a little, little joke. joke. Oh God, they've those gals have sat around and watched a box set of Sex in the City together, haven't they? Oh my God, the DVDs. DVDs are scratched. <laughs> <laughs> scratched to high heaven. Scratched to buggery after Vanessa took them. But remember, we know from 24-7 that they did some promo for Sex and the City 2. <laughs> Still, still very confused by that bit of promo. Right, this next scene, where the fuck are we going now? Okay, so we whoosh back to the back to the penthouse in downtown LA. Um, some sad seagull cries bring us back. It's like, <laughs> ah, ah. I've I've got this scene sofa chat in trackies. Yeah. So Vanessa's kind of sitting on her sofa, and Molly kind of trots in. Yeah, they're both in their trackies, and Vanessa's like looking upset. And she's like, oh, she's like Molly, she's like Molly, I just feel really silly for crying earlier. And Molly goes, no, babe. <laughs> this whole time, Molly's, oh, Molly's delicate doll hand is on Vanessa's leg with her gorgeous little doll fingers. And I was like, she's lovely. Oh, babe. Who is Molly dating these days? A cricket player. Oh, okay. He's very attractive. Is he? Okay, great. Let yeah. me have a look. Molly King. Boyfriend? Married? Uh, boyfriend. Boyfriend. Is he attractive? Oh, I actually didn't look him up. I just I just took a complete guess. <laughs> I kind of lied. Hmm. He is, but he's not, he's not a male Molly. I will say that. You know, Molly's okay. like knockout stunning. Okay. Like when she did, when she dated David Gandhi, it was like a hundred percent. Well, actually I got a text from uh, Charlie uh, after she listened to our first episode and she said, I'm glad you're covering Chasing the Sats. Love those girls. She said, I'm an avid follower of Molly nowadays. She's on Radio 1 and she's just had a baby with that cricketer, Stuart Broad. Stuart Broad. She looks like she leads a very happy life. <laughs> and I said, oh. do you know what? She was only ever going to lead that life. Oh, I'm happy for her. <laughs> you just imagine Molly going to the cricket. Oh, of course. That sounds lovely. Yeah. I bet she's, oh, how many times has she taken a picture in like an oversized cricket jumper as well? <laughs> Cozying up with it. I bet she lives in, um... Uh, Twickenham, Richmond. Yeah, close to the close to the cricket ground for stew, and yeah. uh, but you know I can still get into to London for work. We could just pop into the shops. Yeah. Do you think she ever wears like a long, sexy, um, oversized cricket jumper with like some heels? Yeah, I definitely. Oh, she'd look so good in that. Oh, love her. They should have done. They should have done cricket in the video for <laughs> What About Us. Yeah. Right. Okay. So 
I have I've noticed a few other things in this scene. Mm. They're both um, Vanessa and Molly, both wearing trackies, tracks at bottoms, aka joggers. Vanessa, both in heavy makeup. Full, yeah, they're in like, full hair and makeup. Not just like full hair and makeup, like. Well, I'm about to go and stage <laughs> under the brightest lights of all time makeup. Right, West End makeup. Yeah, West End, yeah, exactly. Pancake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's quite remarkable. I mean, they look amazing, yeah. but it is remarkable. Vanessa's wearing a t-shirt that says Capulet. I mean, she, she must love Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and what I did not enjoy about this scene is that it seems like Vanessa's doing a lot of self-blaming. Yeah, no, for sure. She's like, oh, you know me, I, I get it all pent up and then I explode all this stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, let's put some of the blame onto yeah. Gary. Gary, Gaz, Gaz is like not understanding time zones yeah. and the fact that you're a busy working pop star. Yeah. And um, also noted, Vanessa, she has an L-shaped sofa. <laughs> At the slap in the face for Frankie. Exactly. <laughs> so, right. we, so we transition to night. And we have one of the fakest scenes so far in the show, oh which is uh, Rochelle's in her room and she calls Vanessa, tells her to come over because she said that the couple next door are having sex again. And they actually have the audacity to include fake sex noises. Uh, 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 uh. And I was like, this is not good. Yeah. And then, so they come over, she, Vanessa comes over and they're kind of giggling and then she starts banging on the wall and I put, Vanessa's fun, isn't she? It's like, shut up! <laughs> and then this whole scene was boring. So I wrote this note to myself. Bless these boring gals. And I said, I'll say it every episode. Rochelle is a stunning human being. She really is. I was really, I stopped listening. I was just admiring how she's stunning. And then I was looking at Instagram and I watched a video of her getting her nails done. Like a really close up video of her (laughs) nails being done. And it was was beautiful. And then I watched another video of her doing like a, she's like getting ready. And then she's, it was all these like quick shots of her going to her office for her like children's. she She owns like a children's kind of, um, like she has a range of boots and it's all for like sensitive like skin for kids stuff mm. and i just watched her in her office and i just was so happy for her then she showed her getting home and lighting like a candle and i just thought do you know what she's just she's really living life and i'm really proud of her well, look, she's living life molly's with the cricketer happy wearing that oversized jumper mm. una's in that um thruple yep so I just, how are Frankie and Vanessa doing? Frankie's doing good. Actually, Vanessa's the one I know the least about. What's Frank? What's Frankie up to? She is a loose woman panelist. Is she? Yeah. She's like a rotating one of the good loose women panelists. And I bet she probably like draws on her mental yeah, health as well. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. But I'm not sure about Vanessa. She's a real wild card, that one. Mm. <laughs> okay. What have we got next? Well, we've got day two. Well, now we're at going to the actual day two of the video shoot. So again, we're, we're really going through the, the, the quantum time leap here to get back to day two of the video. The gals are in hair and makeup. I noticed that a lot of makeup is being applied to someone's neck. <laughs> it's like neck powder is yeah. being splashed on. Peter Lorraine's in a lovely kind of Breton stripe t-shirt, um, which Ooh. I also noticed Molly was also wearing. I think that's his other uniform of choice. He's either in a, in a check shirt or a nice Breton stripe, our uh, Peter Lorraine. Love it. Um, and he's just basically very world weary saying, Come on, girls. Time to get moving again. I took a picture of someone's getting their, I think it's Rochelle's getting her hair and makeup done. Look at the ring or rings that the makeup artist is wearing. Oh, Can you wow. describe that to me? It looks like almost like a knuckle duster of engagement rings. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like engagement rings, but the diamonds are between the fingers. Yeah, it's very high concept. Yeah, like, yeah, like a very edgy engagement knuckle duster. It's a little unsettling. 
Yeah, it looks you know like what I mean? Yeah, it looks like, like they're floating. Exactly. I'm a bit like, whoa, I don't know what's happening. What, what a glamorous way to punch someone in the face if that is a knuckle duster. With diamonds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It's very you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we, we go off to a, a location that can't be in the valley. Oh, I looked mm. it up. House of Billiards. It's in Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks. <laughs> I wrote House of Billiards dash straight people. Yeah. And the gals are the gals are playing pool with some like male dancers or extras. And I said, I love these women. They're so boring. <laughs> so I was, you weren't there, but I was at the Eagle, our beloved gay leather bar on Sunday. Mm. And there were people playing pool. And do you know what? That pool table takes up too much space. There's those there's two, those two pool tables in the Eagle. They've got to go. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Especially that one in the outside area. That was the one. So we were like a crowd of us were like standing them, friends of friends with them. We're all ch- chit-chatting. And every now and again, there was someone like trying to like push past. Yeah. Like, people, oh, Ben. Oh, careful, Ben. I'm like, fuck that. Do you remember when we lived in London and we went to uh, the Joiners? Hang on, the joiners was the the bigger place, wasn't it? Georgia Dragon was the smaller place. The mm-hmm. joint went to the joiners, and they also had pool tables that were immovable, but no one was playing pool. And do you remember you and me? Like at one point, we were both very drunk, and we stood at either end of the pool table, and we did like a very high concept performance to Queen of the Night by Whitney Houston, yes. where we were like we were like slapping our hands onto like, the pool wow, table, and like wow. I feel like we were like stalking each other around the pool table, like doing like a mirror exercise. Yeah, it's really one of the. There's, there's a few moments like that in our friendship, but there's, I don't want to get too like spiritual with you, but there's, oh. there's definitely <laughs> sometimes these moments of like cosmic alignment and that Whitney Houston pool table performance was one, one where you and me really locked into each other's yeah. bio rhythms. I remember that like very clearly. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I, I don't remember anything clearly from London because I was such a piss head to use the, the British heads. term, but like that one is like dialed into my brain. I also remember that pool table. It was always like kind of shoved to the side when the dance yeah. dancing started. It was a good place to put your coats yeah, underneath or just like sneak it in yeah, or like in a, in a ball pocket or something. Uh, who was I talking about the joiners with recently? Maybe it was JR we were talking and I was just saying about how the reason I used to drink so much, well, also because piss head aside, was because the level of anxiety I would feel in the joiners of just trying to do any activity outside of standing in one spot and talking to you guys. You know, when you're like, I have to get a drink, I have to go to the toilet. I have to leave. Like, I have to go and have a cigarette. Everything was so difficult to do in there because it was a pub with the capacity of like 50 with like 400 people in it. Mm. I, I don't, I can't live like that anymore. I'm so glad I don't have to. That's why I don't even really like going to Akbar that much. Do you remember that cash machine? <laughs> I do. That Wait, because ca- they didn't take cash, did they? No, they didn't take cards. <laughs> no, you had to use that cash machine. I do. Yeah. Yeah. That, again, another another step to a night at the joiners that was very, very stressful. That fucking cash machine. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, should we get... Oh, hang on. I mean, let me just, back to Sherman Oaks. Let me get on, that, get on that flight back to Sherman Oaks. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, so yeah, they're shooting at the House of Billiards. Whatever. Fine. Great. Done. Yeah. Um, then we go to the baseball field. Yeah. And we get another cliff... Another Vanessa cliffhanger in this this part of the episode where... You know, the, the specter of Gary is looming large yet again. And Vanessa's like, oh, I'm really worried about Gary, but... You know, I've just really got to like focus and just get this right. I don't want to let the girls down. I was like, what? doing what? Yeah. Because <laughs> when I watched the video back, she was standing by a chain link fence, like lip syncing. I know. Um, I guess she's. Oh. I'm good. I just had a slight neck, broke my own neck, like talking there. So Hold that was on. Vanessa cursing you oh, from afar. For sure. It was Gary. <laughs> the curse of Gary. <laughs> So I've written here, <laughs> so the girl, the gals are dancing in a baseball field at night. And I've written, it looks fun. Just like dancing with friends at night outside. That's fun. 
I had some concerns. Uh-oh. We did pan down and I saw they were wearing those scrunched pixie boots and they were wearing them on the grass. And I do worry the heel is a little too spiky. Uh-oh. So I think we had a few... I think those heels were definitely... That had to be like wiped down afterwards because obviously those girls are going to be wearing them again for another performance. Well, I'm more, I love how you're worried about the heels. I'm like, they essentially tore up a baseball field. Oh, I'm not worried about that. Okay. Who cares? Well, so people can't play baseball. Who cares? All right. I mean, I guess kids play it and kids are fine, I suppose, but I don't know. It's a little bit straight and boring. I also wrote here that I've just realized that Una had baby girl Aoife Bell not that long ago. No. What, maybe like six weeks? Yeah. No, she's older than... Aoife Bell's older than that. Is she? Yeah, she's like a few months old. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they kind of essentially play like a kind of a edited together version of... Oh, we see like a chorus of the song. Looks good. Does look good. Forgot about the video. I was like, everyone looks very glossy. It's a nice as, filter on it. It's as glossy as this... There's this slick piece of e-programming, it is. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a step up from... Was it higher that we saw them shoot in 24-7? Oh. That real backlot bullshit in higher. That walking across the street choreo. Yeah. Fly all the way to LA to be in a studio backlot where you could do that anywhere. They could have done that at Pinewood. Could have done the Pinewood. Just (laughs) took the Wizarding World in London. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta live live me. (laughs) I was set in the Wizarding World in London. You're like, oh, but what? I had a thought, and I, I haven't done my fact-checking work on this. Okay. Is there one single shred of evidence of a performance with the Saturdays and Sean Paul and or Flo Rida in the same place, singing either What About Us or Higher? Yes, there's definitely there's definitely a What About Us on like an Alan Carr or something. With... With Sean Paul. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna quickly look. I'm 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 calling I'm calling no on it. I just feel like I every time I was like looking stuff up, I couldn't see any actual they definitely haven't ever performed higher with Fly Rider. Oh no. Which is such a shame because he does introduces them so well. Yeah. Oh wow, okay. I I believe that's gonna be the only performance on record of, of Sean Paul being in the same room as the Saturdays. I recommended here guys the Saturdays Disco Love Acoustic on Sunday brunch. Pop it on. I want to hear it. We've got time. <gasps> Una's got her guitar. It's kind of nice as an easy listening song. It's pretty good. Baby, baby, baby. When you make me feel so fine, when you make me feel so good, when you make me feel so right, baby, baby, baby. Oh, and the love that's in the air. Oh, oh, lovely. Okay, here's, I've got a picture I love you. Disco Love, by the way. I love it's Disco Love. It's a great song. If you're like running, it's a really fun song to it's run to. It's a great remix as well. Okay, I've got a pitch for you. <laughs> Go for it. So you know I've got that fire pit outside with my new garden furniture I just assembled. <laughs> Where is this going? Imagine we lit the fire and we were there and yeah. Una joined us with her guitar and we just sang acoustic versions of, of Saturday songs. All of songs. their songs. Oh my God. Can we make that happen? How much of a dreamy <laughs> night would that be? It would be very dreamy. I'd love it. Imagine all of us singing Issues and... 
Even like uh, all fired up, we could do like an acoustic all fired version. Up, I feel alive. Like, keep me on your radar. <laughs> keep me, keep me, keep me. Okay, well, you you contact Una yeah, and let her know. Hi, I'm a gay man that lives in Los Angeles. I have a fire pit. <laughs> we won't pay for travel, but next time you're in LA, come over and spend a whole night singing Saturday songs acoustically with us. Bring baby girly for Belle. I hear she's not a baby anymore. <laughs> yeah, she's probably got a little little mini acoustic guitar. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. The video's done. It's a wrap. <laughs> okay. I've written this final section back at the flats. Yeah, we've, we're going to hop in a skip down the freeway back to downtown again. I, I know you don't know what freeway number will take you from the valley down to downtown. 101? Correct. <laughs> Finally, Ben remembered one single freeway oh, name. LA in Los freeways Angeles. are called like the 101, the 110, the 210, the. <laughs> The two, I'm like, come on, can we pick some names? It's just like, I'll just, endless combinations of numbers. I'm like, I'm not going to remember that. I know, I know the, wait a minute, the 110's beside me. Yes, and the 101's beside me. Yeah, and I know, I know the 134. No, that's a bus in London. No, the 34, the, what's the one that goes that? I'm on it all the time. I'm on it all the time. The 134, wait a minute, wait a minute. 405. Nope. No, I don't. I never get that. One, three, four, freeway. Yeah, the Ventura Freeway. It's just thank you. It just makes me laugh that it's just it, it's a real blind spot for you because it's something I would expect you to know. It just doesn't feel very you that you haven't committed them to memory. I can't be bothered. So we popped on the one hundred and one back down from uh, from the valley, and we're gonna get our regular thing, which I've realised we're gonna get on the show, which is an incredibly fake, incredibly fake closing scene. Mm-hmm. This one's pretty good. So Vanessa's standing in her at the island in her kitchen. Vanessa's got the nicest apartment. I stand by this. So what's what's going on here? Okay, Get so blower. Vanessa gets an email from Gary, and do you know what? It's got it's got a picture attachment which is displayed in her heavy heavy MacBook Pro. It's a picture of a vintage jacket with her name on it. Did you uh, did you transcribe the email from Gary? No, did you? Yeah, I, I'm guessing he's actually from Essex, so I'm going to do it like in an Essex accent. Oh, well done. <clears throat> Ness, so sorry we keep missing each other. I got you a present. XO, XO, XO. Gary. Very, very to the point. Ness. <laughs> Ness, Gary. Ness, Ness, Gary, jacket. Three XOs as well. Unusual to do an XO. It's usually just X's in the UK, isn't it? Anyway. Maybe he's watching Gossip Girl. <laughs> and then that's when I thought that it was over. Mm-mm. It's not over. <laughs> do you know what? It's not over until the Skype call rings. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Have you ever heard the like remix of the Skype theme that's like in a in like a it's like a house like a remix? Hang on, it's really good. <laughs> Hang on, it looks like the beat drop. <coughs> it's really building. What you doing to my head? Anyway, that's the Skype remix. And uh, who's there? It's bloody Marvin. It is. It's Marvin at 7am back home. Yeah. So we're going to get a, a fun scene where they uh, Marvin is topless and Rochelle's in what he describes as sexy lingerie, but I think looks like a Minnie Mouse bra that you'd buy from Disneyland (laughs) (laughs) from the Minnie Mouse collection. I've just written what an attractive couple. Yes. I actually said, and also I said, Marvin is so handsome, but not sexy to me. 
Yes. I completely appreciate his whole thing, but I don't find him sexy. But I did say here that of all the people, again, of all the players in this in this troupe to pull off one of the the button fake comedy scenes, I do feel in the best hands with these two. Yeah, because we should say that Rochelle is in bed. Mm. She's Skype. It's late. So it's 11 p.m. if it's 7 a.m. back home. Yeah. And uh, she's saying, oh, yeah, the, the couple are having sex again. Neighbors are banging. Marvin essentially just ignores <laughs> <Yeah>. everything that's <laughs> being said. Yeah. And just talks about something else. But yeah. Uh, Rochelle says, are you naked? He's like, yeah. Um, yeah. And they talk about her cleavage and the Minnie Mouse bra. And yeah. then, and then he says, then she says, I love you. You're pervish. <laughs> pervish. <laughs> oh, good for them. Good. Nice. Oh. So we see on next time, Rochelle and Marvin buy a house. Another Skype call. Yes. And Marvin's like, we got the house. Yes. So I then looked up the house. And I fell down a bit of a, a rabbit hole because in 2019, they live in, looks like they live now in a very lovely house near a house that Rod Stewart owns. Okay. And they tried to get planning permission to like convert the garage. Right. You know? Well, they have a, they have like a party room in their house because during, uh, in 2020, uh, Marvin would do like DJ, like Instagram live DJ sets. Oh. And the two of them would, it was like after the kids had gone to bed and like she would be, she'd have like a glass of wine. And he'd like DJ like fun JLS and like pop songs on the Saturdays. That's and she like kind of danced next to him and like was a hype woman. That's and, great. Yeah, they they genuinely seemed like they were having a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> and that they has it has like I think it has like disco lights in it. And we got the disco lights. <laughs> Marvin's on the decks and the kids are in bed. Ah. <laughs> oh. Bet they do a lovely party around there. <laughs> what an episode! I know what an epi- what an episode of nothing. So what we've got? We've got our twofold rating system. We've got the the hashtag system. Okay, my hashtags. I'll pitch to you. Hashtag Skype, 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 and my other hashtag. Rush, hashtag Rochelle Pat Rabina. I've just got one. What's it? Hashtag Gary. Hashtag Gary. <laughs> but I don't want Gary to be the focus. <laughs> Gary. Hashtag Gary and the Blackberry. <laughs> Gary and the Blackberry. Yeah. Imagine a children's story. <laughs> Gary and the Blackberry. <laughs> My God, we have lost our minds. We are recording this much later than we normally would. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which, well, let's do Gary and the Blackberry. Gary and the Blackberry. Because like I said, I don't want him to be the complete star. And then in a, in a clunky transition, we are also rating these episodes out oh of God. five. And yeah. remember the rating system? Yeah. It's five somethings. Different men that are mentioned in the rap section of the song Gentleman by the Saturdays. Maybe you could just drop a little section of that in right I, there. I will. I need to find my Obama. I need a Jonas brother. And how about a Denzel Washington? I need a Kellen and a Channing Tatum. Throw one my way, I date him. And today we're going to be rating this episode out of Kellen Lutz's. Oh, Kellen Lutz's. <laughs> <laughs> so how many Kellen Lutz's out of five do you give this episode? So the previous episode we gave three, <laughs> three um, Larry Kings three point out of five. Yeah, I think we, yeah, we leveled out at three, three. and a half. Nobody loved it at three. Well, yes, you three, right. So yeah. three Larry Kings. Three Larry Kings for so, episode one. So this Kellen Lutz is... I think it's probably a three again. I'm actually going to say, I think this one was a 3.5. Oh. Because we had a little more realness from Vanessa. And I enjoyed the... I enjoyed that part of it. Okay, I'm going to upgrade it. Yeah. Because I enjoyed the Skype calls. I enjoyed the Ribena. I, I enjoyed the realness. So yeah. Yeah, 3.5 Kellen Lutzes for this episode. Okay. done and done. <laughs> Right, you're going to be getting an episode of this every week. They're 10, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Chasing the Saturdays every week on the Iraq America podcast feed. But don't worry, 
do not worry because some of you are worried you're welcome America the regular episodes will be out every other week yes anyway thanks you're welcome <laughs> bye Table. <gasps>